All right, welcome to Stress Less with me, Jess, and I'm bringing back my girlfriend, Jocelyn. Say hi, Jocelyn. Hey. And this week, she is going to talk to you about eco-bricking. Now, if you've never heard of it, I know I've never heard of it until Jocelyn has told me everything about it. So I think it's so cool. Um, and again, this season, we're really focusing on finding those things that hobbies that work for you, that make you jo makes bring joy to your life and helps relieve your stress. And that's something that's just yours. And so, you know, we've talked a lot on here about people doing their workouts and things like that, which are so cool. Um, but I think this is also really cool in the sense it's also helping the environment. Um, but I don't want to take too much away from you, Jocelyn. So why don't you first just tell us what the heck is eco-breaking? <laughs> Sure. Eco-breaking is when you collect plastic that comes into your household, uh, like from uh, string cheese wrappers okay. and even like plastic produce bags and collecting them over time. And then you wash them, dry them. They have to be totally clean. And then you cut them into small pieces and you put them into plastic bottles. Now, these could be from like soda bottles, water bottles, any kind of plastic bottle that's coming into your house and you're using. So instead of that plastic going back out to essentially they can be recycled, but what happens is only about 9% of everything that we put out to recycle actually gets recycled because of different issues, whether something um, isn't necessarily recyclable and people put them in the recycling bin or like sometimes people recycle when there's food in there and then that can cause issues. So it's kind of crazy that only 9% of what we put out is actually getting recycled and it's really sad. So I discovered eco-bricking um, on a TikTok video. <laughs> Good old TikTok. <laughs> Good old TikTok. Uh, and this person showed me exactly how to do it. I'm like, what is this? And I did some research and found that there was an organization that, you know, did this and it's all like volunteer and that's how I started. So I started collecting all the plastic from coming in and ours is mostly from groceries. Some it's from packages that we're getting in the mail, like from Amazon, for example. And <laughs> yep. Yeah, which also I'll reflect on that in a second. Um, so all the plastic coming in, we reduce the amount drastically of the plastic going out of the household. And this is just, my husband's helping me with it, but I'm, I'm pretty much leading it and, and doing this as my hobby yeah. um, as well. I love it. So first of all, good old TikTok always teaches us something new. <laughs> I know, I know it's incredible. It can be, you know, technology and, and social media can be resourceful for you. Oh, for sure. For sure. Um, and that's obviously what we try to do too, right? <laughs> No, it's, it's, it's so cool that you learn something new. So going back for me, I always think learning something new is a huge hobby within itself. And then just you grow from with learning something new. So, you know, me, I'm always trying to learn something new myself, but I think this is a whole other kind of learning something new where it is beneficial to your family. It's beneficial to our environment. And so I think that's like a huge piece. And so just taking that learning piece, do you think just learning about something new, do you think that's helped you grow in any kind of way personally? Oh yeah. I, I mean, I 
recently became an EcoBrick trainer. So I took a training course, you know, <laughs> I discovered this hobby and then realized that I could take a training course so I can train other people and teach other people about our plastic going out um, and how we can, you know, how we can just be better humans and try and help our environment and the biosphere and, and really, I don't know, connect more with earth again and, and help it because of global warming and, <laughs> you know, all the issues. <laughs> um, so yeah, I definitely, and I feel like I'm still, I'm still growing with it. You know, you're, you're yeah. continually learning. And I think that also it puts in perspective, you know, this is your hobby. If you're enjoying the hobby, you're going to want to learn more and grow with it. And so that's what I'm, 100%. that's what I've realized. I love that. And that's like what happens, right? Once you find that you like something, you want to absorb more and more of it. And I think the easiest way for the people to understand this part is like cooking, right? Once you start learning one recipe, you want to add another recipe or another recipe and things like that. Or when you're traveling, you want to keep going to different places. So even just a exactly. habit that you do every day, you're just still stuff you can learn about it. And so I think exactly. that's cool itself, right? Oh, yeah. And connect with other people about it. Yeah. It's, it's, it's awesome. It just, it just keeps, it keeps growing and getting better. I think Yeah, something that you're really enjoying. I was going to say, so my next question would be is, cause you taught when you first started, you said there was a couple steps, right? So you have one collect, then you have to clean everything and then you have to cut everything, put it into the bottle. So working, being a full-time mom, working, being a wife, being a daughter, being a sister, being a friend, it's a lot of hats. So mm -hmm. favorite question, how do you make time for all this? <laughs> I knew that one was coming. <laughs> um, I actually, so <laughs> when the system's really working and I have bottles, which part of my current issue is we don't really bring in plastic bottles. So what happened, what's happening right now is that I have all this plastic and I don't have bottles. So on one hand, I'm like, yeah, girl, good job. Not bringing in all those bottles. On the other hand, I'm like starting to like, <laughs> the plastic's really starting to pile up. Um, you know, so it's good. And then it's also like, oh, what am I going to do? So I just collect if normally like grocery day is really big. So I get a lot of plastic and I kind of like wash and dry it. And then we we're trying to figure out a more efficient system. But right now I just like collect it under one of the cabinets. And then normally if my husband's tutoring, he tutors at night. So when he's tutoring, sometimes I'll like just I'll put on Netflix. I'll put on, um, I like tiny homes. So I watch, <laughs> I'll put on YouTube and it's so relaxing for me. And I sit at the, the islands and I cut up the plastic and I stuff the bottles and, and that's my time. So 95% of the time it's at night when my daughter's sleeping and Frank's tutoring, even sometimes when he's not, if we're just like, we just want to do our own thing. That's when I'm normally doing it at nighttime. And I love it. So you just yeah. made like, a, there's a specific time in your routine to say, this is my time when it's yeah. just, me. there's no kid, there's no husband. I decided exactly. that this is what I'm going to do. I'm spending that time by myself. Yep. I think the next question always follows is how not get your husband on board, but you brought in a new hobby. And so that starts to take up time and energy in, in relationships, right? So no matter what the hobby is, whether it's working out, traveling, whatever, 
yours is eco bricking. How do you present that to someone you care about and say, this is a priority to me. This is what I'm going to do. How does that process work? Mm. I think that eco bricking has been a little challenging with us. Like we've really had, (laughs) really had to communicate because part of the process of the drying, like after I clean it and dry it, well, I have this plastic on the counter and it's like with our dishes and stuff, that's also drying like on the towel and Frank isn't the biggest fan of it. And I'm not, a, I'm not the biggest fan of it either. So we're trying to figure out like what's working. So I think like not necessarily me taking time at night, it's more of the like actual material items and trying to figure out, you know, how we can work it in and not, you know, like really annoy the other person, you know, trying to respect the other person and also trying to like do my hobby. That's kind of where we're at. And we're like continuing, continually like trying to just make it more efficient. And, and also, you know, still like, I'm trying to respect my partner. Um, So I feel like it's kind of like a little different. Like it's not necessarily like he's all for me, like doing this for myself. But I guess when there's like, sometimes there's little pieces of plastic in different locations. So just trying to figure out the like specific details of it. That's where like a lot of the communication has been coming in and just trying to figure it out. You know what though? I feel like a lot of people could probably relate to that in the sense of, again, this could be any hobby. So whether they're collecting something or mm. it's sports, or I know your husband just learned, it just is working on getting his motorcycle license. So it's like mm-hmm. getting, he had to get materials for the motorcycle. He had to find different things, probably had to research different things, right? So all those materials probably ended up leaving the garage somehow and then coming into the kitchen or coming into the living room or wherever, right? And yeah. so, and just like, again, any hobby, someone likes to knit, someone likes to draw or paint it's ended up going to take over someone else's like space. Like you said, I think the big word that you said is communicating and learning that system that works for all parties, because it is your hobby. It is something that's important to you. So it is going to fall onto something that else is part of your life that you're sharing. So what do you do? It's not like, well, this is just my hobby and you have to get used to it. It's yeah. Hey, how can we do this together? How can we support each other? So I can keep I was, I'm much- not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. I was like, I didn't like say this, but it's basically like what I was thinking, like, you're not supporting my hobby, like you're not supporting me when we're like trying to figure out yet there's like plastic everywhere. <laughs> so I'm not, you know, I'm not like respecting. <laughs> I yeah, and and on it, we're still working on it. Like I've been doing yeah. this for months and we're still working on it. Like some of the plastic's still annoying him. Like I'm, <laughs> I don't have the system down. Yeah. So it's just, it's funny that you said that. Cause like, I definitely, I feel like I got on defense mode. Like you're not supporting my hobby. That's not the case. Like he supports me. He supports my hobby. It's just trying to figure out how to do it in an area where we're both, we're using this area so much. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you mentioned too, that a couple months ago, it was a different system. So your system also has been growing. So your communication with them has to keep changing mm-hmm. because your hobby has been more invested over the couple months. So like you said before, I was just stuffing them into the, the orange juice bottles and things like that with the little plastic pieces. But now I don't have those bottles anymore because I stopped buying those bottles. So now I don't have anywhere to go. So now we're into a different problem And so now I have to communicate about this problem. And I think, again, we keep saying the word because it's so important, but the communication, and you also mentioned it too, when we communicate is putting our defense down, which is the 
I think is even hard for me because it's just like, like you said, well, what do you mean you're not supporting? Well, what do you mean yeah. you don't have my back? And what do you mean you don't want to do this exactly. with me? And then they're going, no, I just need this not to be everywhere in my face. Yeah. And he's like, me. please don't put words in my mouth. Like he says <laughs> that to me sometimes. I was like, oh, oh I get what you're saying. and it's hard it's hard because you have this passion and he's just trying to express his feelings and again it's just that communication of let me make sure I'm listening to exactly what he's saying because like he just said putting words in my mouth because that's how you're perceiving it and it's so easy to just be like this is what you meant he goes or it's actually what I said it's what I meant it's crazy right I just use my words and that's what I meant (laughs) and we're going Nope, I'm going to find all the words in between that sentence that you didn't say. Yep, you know? exactly. That's exactly what's happened. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, it's definitely. Yeah. I mean, even that itself is like growth and learning too. You know, that whole, besides growing and learning from the hobby, you're also, you know, growing and learning from your partner and, and where you actually physically do your hobby too. But that's true, right? So that's, again, the benefit of hobby. And again, I, I like to come on here and talk about our hobbies because they're so important just to learn about different hobbies, but also there's so many benefits to it. And again, we keep saying, the girls in the sense of you learning, you've taught me so much stuff over the months. I didn't realize every time I pick something up, I'm going, oh, there's another piece of plastic. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> and, you know, and I'm like, well, what do I do with this? Because like you said, not everything got recycled in my mind. I'm going, all right, plastic goes in plastic. And then I, I did my duty and you're like, nope, there's so much more to it. And it's like, oh my goodness. So that's a whole stressor in itself. And so learning and teaching your passion to somebody and not pushing it on me or pushing it on other people, but just saying, Hey, this is important to me. So you have that. So there's that growth. And then again, going back to the relationship growth in the sense of we're talking differently. We're not just talking about and not even going to get into it, but there's just a lot going on in the world and just having something to lighten it up and talk about something different, I think is always great too, to have different kinds of conversations and not the same ones as you can just like kind of learn different perspectives and point of views. And you and I talk about this a lot in the sense of just seeing things differently. And then, um, also again, just that communication. So then you're also learning the different communication and the different communication styles and also saying, Hey, my husband supports me, but he's not going to cut up plastic things. It's just not what he's going to do. He's yeah. going to buy me brand new scissors every week. He's going to do all that, but <laughs> he's not going to yeah. sit there with me and do that, but that's okay. And I think that's another piece. So not even just that um, you're not understanding, not listening, but sometimes we push our hobbies onto others and we're, oh, de- oh my gosh, definitely. I've, right? and this one definitely like well, you just threw that piece of plastic out. Like, can we just put it on the counter? Yeah, it's so true though. And I feel like make it, I like make it about me and like, well, you're not supporting me again with this hobby, you know? Like, yeah, I've learned a lot. <laughs> but it's just it's not the case. He doesn't have to do it. No, because it's your hobby. Right. And that's where we get, we get, we get so excited and passionate again about it. Cause we're like, oh, well, this is my hobby and they should be excited and passionate about it. But we forget that how often are you asking about the motorcycle? How much do you know about the motorcycle? How much are you investing? And you're not, it's not because you're a bad person, mm-hmm. but it's because that's his hobby. Yeah. You know, and so trying hobby. to find, yeah, trying to find that balance. And again, that taking that defense back again, because I think sometimes 
only because our, our conversation is going down this way, but sometimes we even do the, well, when's the last time you checked in on my hobby? You haven't asked about my hobby, right? And so learning again, this is my hobby. It's mm-hmm. great. I want him to be invested, but also looking at both sides and my and invested and make sure I'm checking in on his hobby, right? Yeah. So I think it takes both ways. Yeah. For sure. That's so cool though. I think there's so much, um, so much growth in it. But I also want to go back to your hobby. So I want us to really learn about this. So I wanted you to kind of, I think it'd be so cool if you just take, I guess like the next couple of minutes or so and literally just break it down. Okay. So you went, you go shopping, mm-hmm. you find the piece of plastic and I'm not even going to show you. I probably have plastic somewhere in front of me. And <laughs> it's probably all over your room right now. Probably. It's probably, we just, don't, we just don't even realize how much we use plastic. Yeah, exactly. So I think, I mean, just like, simplify it for me you get home you have your plastic you do your you you said you do it when you do groceries right so Mm -hmm. what's next after you emptied all your groceries you do your thing and then what yeah so I'll put like my food into containers like let's just say crackers into my plastic containers just pointing that out there (laughs) (laughs) there's a couple I also like switch to silicone containers too oh cool but um yeah. So then I have like, I have all these bags for my, my grocery trip and they have to be clean because you don't want like anything in the bottle that's going to like break down and then it'll, it'll get yucky. Okay. And a lot of places around the world have started using, have been using them to make housing. And so they use cob like this, like combination. I actually, I don't, it's like combination of like earth so there's like dirt in there and I don't know if there's clay in there but so they're making these house houses and they're putting the bottles um to make like the walls and then using this earth clay material around them so because you don't want you don't want the whole bottle exposed to the sun because then the sun is going to you know break down the plastic and that plastic's going to leach toxins or whatever so oh, no, wait so go back for a second so you got your groceries you filled the bottle up so you did all that rinsing you're saying what's what's going to happen with the bottle next yeah sorry okay. I kind of skipped let me no, okay. let me go back and, the, and then I'll come to okay. it there you go. um going. okay so I rinse all all the bags and then they have to dry so you okay. want them you want them clean and you want them dry so I normally ha- will have to wait a couple days until you know everything's fully dried and then at nighttime, I'll take my plastic out, I'll get my laptop and put a show on. And then I cut the pieces of plastic into small pieces, like, I don't know, an inch okay. or so, just like strips. And then I just, I just like sit there and I cut, which is also like that part of, this is the part where it's really relaxing for me. Like, yeah, I don't have to think about it. I know what I'm doing. I can watch my show and it's just super relaxing. So I, I cut up all the plastic and then I start shoving it into my plastic bottle. Um, and so I'm using a wooden dowel, like a, a stick. Um, and so you put plastic in, you put plastic in, you normally start with um, a soft plastic, like a grocery bag from okay. like ShopRite or Target, like the the softer plastics because it can normally get into the grooves at the bottom if your if your bottle has oh, little, yes, like you know yes. like those nubs when like your bottles the bottle yeah. stands up like a soda bottle 
And so that softer plastic can really get in there and you want to make sure it's like stuffed and there, there aren't really air pockets because that just makes it sturdier. Um, and so you're shoving in plastic and then you're using the wooden dowel to really like compact it and you just like go back and forth, put plastic in, use the wooden dowel put plastic in and I put like a good amount in. It's not like I'm doing this, you know, pushing it down every other second. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah, no, it's just like, <laughs> well, so let me see I, those arms. <laughs> I just, yo, I do get a workout though. Like it is, it does, it can hurt my arm if I'm like doing a whole bottle in the sitting. Um, yeah. So I just go back and forth with the plastic and then the wooden dowel. Now, if the the bottles are being used in housing um, and for certain projects, they need to have a certain um, weight to them mm-hmm. and a density. So there's with the EcoBricking website, ecobricks.org, um, you put in, you actually log your EcoBrick. So once I'm finished, I don't know, I think I could probably I think I've probably finished one in about an hour, hour and a half. If I do it in one sitting, which by the end, I'm like, okay, that was a little long. Normally I break it up like two sittings or it just depends. Maybe like I skip a couple of days because whatever, you know, I want to do something else with my time at night when my daughter's sleeping, but, um, probably like an hour, hour and a half, I finish a full bottle and, we log them on this website because first you can keep track of them because if for some reason, some kind of like wall or, or side of, I don't know, like a planter, people use them for planters too. If it's like crumbling from the, like the clay and if it's, you know, whatever over time, like if it's been there, they actually will reuse them. So they like, don't get rid of them. They'll reuse them. Um, which is cool because because like it's crazy, you know, we have so much plastic and it's not really great for our environment, but on the flip side, like, wow, this is an incredible material that can last so long. Yeah. Um, so they, they'll reuse the bottles if they have to like redo a wall or something. So they have to be, they have to have a certain density. And so you log it on the website And you're actually given a serial number, which is the cool thing, because then you have the serial number and let's say the, like, whatever, you're redoing a planter. Well, you still have the bottle and like what the serial number is and like when whoever did it, you know, like you could actually like find that out. Um, That's so cool. Yeah. So it's kind of like a time capsule, you know, like keeping track of it. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So then I log it and I've been collecting mine because... I'm going to make a little table and stool for my daughter. And so there's different, um, they're called modules and you put like a certain number of eco bricks together. So your bottles together and you could make like a certain pattern, one that uh, looks like a hexagon. And so like you actually put them together. I'm going to use silicone because that's one of, if you're going to reuse Um, the bottles for something different, you can, you can take it apart more easily. Like, I think it's, I don't know, like how it would, you would take it apart, but you would be able to take the bottles apart from the silicone um, and be able to reuse them without harming the bottles. So 
it it just looks like um kind of looks like a cock gun with oh, a silicone okay. in it. Um, and so like that like dries together, and then you have like this this module. So these bottles, like just I just think of like a little stool. That's just like one um, version. So I'm gonna make a table and a stool for my daughter. I and love that. I think I have ten, and okay. I need forty three. <laughs> So close, so close, so close. <laughs> but you know, like this is something that I'm, I've, I'm continuing on doing. I think I'm going to have an eager bricking birthday party. <laughs> I'm so excited next month. Um, so I think I'll get some help and like be able to further that. Uh, there's definitely different places around the world that like it's pretty, um, it's pretty popular and well known. So they. So there's a, there's a lot more of it happening. And so you'll have a lot more bottles, Okay. but I'm, I think there's, I think there's four or five other trainers in the U S only, only four or five trainers in the U S. So I think it's the, the movements coming over here more, but it's definitely a little slower. So I don't have anyone super close to me. Like, I think there's someone in Massachusetts, maybe New York, Ohio, Indiana, I think, okay. but you know, we're like, you can donate eco bricks. I think, a, oh. I think some schools do it. Well, um, I'll do my next question. Um, so it is a long process. Let me, you know, you know, it's not like for everybody, which is fine. Right. But for someone that says like, well, I want to help, but I'm not going to wash all my plastic. I'm not going to do this. So there is some donating things. And, I, and you have all the re- like links and stuff for this stuff, right? Because I would love oh, to put yeah. that in like the bio of this. And so we can oh, definitely. kind of just like click and kind of whether it's your Instagram or you just said ecobrick.org. I think it was one of those. Yeah. We can just put all those resources in there. So just so people sure. can um, kind of start helping. And then even when your little birthday bash happens. Maybe we can try to, we can try to figure out a way to get this all together as well. So maybe by that time, we'll have a link when this gets launched and you'll have a, something we can put in the bio as well. So that'd be really cool. Cool. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I know. Um, I don't know about plastic. Like if they would, if there are places, if it's like a school or something, mm-hmm. then they might collect clean plastic from okay. you. Like you could like drop it off, but I'm not entirely sure about that um more uh, more of what I've seen like on the Facebook groups is hey I have these finished eco bricks where can I donate them okay Um, I have like a thousand liter bottles and can anyone use them and so they're on the website you can actually search different um projects happening and if they're taking donations or not so I know there's that I don't know about the plot like if they're taking plastic I'm sure it would it would have to be clean okay um clean and dry before you donate it I haven't seen any of that yet I've seen more of hey we're looking for this type of bottle um and you can drop off here it's just harder I don't have anywhere near where I am currently and also like I have a project in mind yeah um that I'm just saving up for so I'm hoping I think I would love as a teacher having my certification like I would love to get into schools around where I live like that's another part of the learning and the growth I think yeah Um, and so as a trainer like I can do workshops and inform people and my goal is for like some schools to have you know maybe clubs set up um I yes, love that. that's, probably, that's like a future goal 
of mine. I love, well, you know, I love future goals. I love working towards things. <laughs> um, but you know, also know that I love my recaps. So <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> so the huge thing I love to take away from this is one, obviously, you know, there's always something we can do positive that, you know, can impact our environment, but also like you said, brings your hobby brings so much more than growth to yourself. It brings the growth into the relationships around you. And like you said, there's been so much communication with your husband, not only with the, everything that happened in the world this past year, not only having a baby with everything happening, now you're at home, you, you know, now you're a stay-at-home mom, which was a new hat for you. And then, then you get jobs in between. And then, so there was so much communication. And among all of that, you were like, I still have to find my me time, mm-hmm. even if it's a one Netflix show a night. And even with my plastic and things like that, you found something that goes, I'm okay. I'm grounded. I'm coming back to me. I'm coming back to my thoughts and this is okay. And, um, like you said, like the, the, so much learning for yourself, things that you're showing your daughter. And you just said, like, I have goals with this, you know, and just having goals and reaching goals is a whole other level of like happiness, you know? And so I think that's, um, always a good thing. So my last question for you Mm-hmm. is how do you define happiness? Wow. Loaded. How do I define happiness? How do you know when you're happy? Mm. I think when I have the time for myself and I have time with my family and my friends, like I love, I love socializing, um, with the people I love. So having that. And I think just having the open communication with my husband, you know, it's not always easy, but I don't, I feel like that's part of it too. Like just living, I know this is like, you know, cliche, but like living in the moment, I'm just like trying to live in the present and take care of myself and my daughter, you know, and my relationship and, and just doing the best I can. I love it. I love it. Well, again, thanks so much for coming on here again. You're welcome. <laughs> I love it. I love when you're on here and I love all that you do for a journey to yourself. So everybody okay. will put all the resources in the bio and yes. let us comment and let us know what you think. Say bye, Jocelyn. Bye. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to Stress Less with me, Jess. Please leave a review about today's episode. Subscribe to upcoming episodes. They come out every Tuesday. Or follow me at Journey to Yourself 101, where you can see upcoming workshops or online courses that I have going on. Or just shoot me an email at jessica at journeytoyourself.net.